and welcome back to Meaningless People. I am still your host and I am still Ben Fish. Thank you everyone for listening and we really have a treat for you today. We are going in a direction that we have not gone yet and we will see how it goes because this person that we have for you today to listen to for your pleasure is not just someone who is going to entertain you. In fact, he probably won't entertain you. He is a politician and he's coming on the podcast to try and I guess he's trying to convince people to vote for him. Um, although I'm not sure if he's currently running or if he is actually in office now. I'm not sure other than that he is a politician. So without further ado, uh, I would like to welcome Mr. Henry Leff. Welcome, Henry. Oh, well, thank you, Ben, for having me. It's actually Leffay. Leffay, it's a... Oh, I'm so sorry. Leffay. Henry Leffay. Like Feffay. It's, it's from a French origin, you know, my ancestors came across uh, back in the late 1800s. And uh, we've, we've... Came over... From France. From France. That's why I have this accent, because of my French heritage. And uh, we've, we've been in the US of A, lovely country for the last uh, so many hundred years, depending on, on, on your math skills. You've been here for hundreds of years? Well, the family has, the lineage, yes. Well, the family has been, not you personally. No, no. And uh, my father was a politician and his father was a politician and his mother was a politician. So it's in the blood, really. Interesting, because you'd think that going that far back, women at that point in time weren't really um, able to, you know, be much involved in those kinds of things. Well, you know what they say behind every every great man is is a woman. And um, and she happened to also have have a woman behind her. So it, it worked out in the end, and she overcame the odds. So I wouldn't doubt her credibility. That's fascinating. Yeah. That's fascinating. So what I, politics are you involved in? Do you, are you currently in office? What are your plans? So, so it happens to be I'm, I'm pretty shy, so I don't like to let too many people know that I'm in politics. I find that it causes a lot of unnecessary attention. Uh, people want to ask you questions. They always want to know your opinion on things. I myself am, am not that opinionated. I don't see the value in it. Normally, we can just look at the data and know what the right choice is. So, But people don't know that you're in politics. But are, are you running for office? Would, running's in a very aggressive term. I would say it's, it's more of a, a fast walk. It's, it's, You're fast walking it, to office? Not not in the way that I'm holding dumbbells and walking on the boardwalk with skinny, tight jeans and, and uh, you know, a pace setter and, and my Fitbit. No, none of that. But, but at the same time, I'm not running either. It's it's just a, a question of of getting to where I'm going. You know, you know the snail wins the race, not the hare. Sometimes the hare does win the race. Yes, that, that's probably true as well. I'd have to look at the data, honestly. I don't have an opinion on the matter, but I do see where you're coming from, and I value value your input on the subject. So you don't have any opinions on anything? I, I, I might. I haven't really thought about it, uh, my level of opinions in general. Um, I'll well, what office to... are you running for? So, so oh, I'm sorry, not running, walking for. Oh, thank you. I appreciate that you're listening. Um, there, there, are, there are a number of offices. I'm, I'm not that picky. Uh, whatever office will take me is an office that I will sit in. I'll, I'll definitely pull up my chair and, and put in my nine to five. 
um, clock in, clock out, take a half hour lunch, maybe a smoke break. If I decide to take up smoking, I, I know it's bad for you, but, but there's still studies coming out. Uh, maybe just a vape break, really. Uh, there's a lot of lovely favors. Bubblegum hash brown is a, is a personal favorite. Uh, marshmallow smoked salmon is another great vaping flavor that doesn't get enough credit, I find. But, you know, it could be that it's not a great flavor. I, I really... You don't have an opinion on the matter. It, it's not that I don't have an opinion as much as, as other people's opinions. are probably as valid as mine. And if somebody else wants to run for that office, I don't want to get in their way. So, you know, I'll step back as soon as I find out that there's anybody else who, who wants it because... Honestly, so, they probably want it more. So just just, just to clarify, sure. you don't actually have an office and you only put your name forth as being accepted to the office and you're not actually going to run or walk against someone else. What well, do home offices count? Because sometimes I, I stay in my pajamas and, and pull my laptop up on my lap in, in the sofa and, and um, you know, put in a couple of hours of Googling information to, to try to form an opinion on something. Uh, recently, uh, there was this thing with, um, I'm not sure what it was anymore. It's left me. I, I can't I can't think of what it was, but I was definitely researching something for a couple of hours. Very interesting, I'm sure. It probably was. Now, I, I just want to clarify, when I say office, I mean uh, a position in the government. Government. Oof, that's a that's a big, scary business. Government's a, a dangerous, dangerous business. I, I'm not that uh, keen on being involved in in government in any any form, really. So then, why do you describe yourself as a politician? What do you think a politician is? You said that you're a politician, and your father was a politician, and his father was a politician. Right. Yes, what I mean. what were they doing that you consider them to be politicians? Oh, that's a really good question. Thank you. Uh, the the art of politics at its core is competing interests for limited resources. And um, often I find myself interested in competing and the resources are limited. Uh, I don't understand what you mean by that. Can you elaborate? Well, it, it all comes down to where you draw the line, really, if you think about it. Sometimes people want the line to be drawn over here and then Another child will say, no, I want to draw the line over there. And then an adult will say, well, why are you drawing on the pavement? This is public property. What are you doing out here? And I just, I don't, I don't want to get in the way and I don't want to cause a stir. But at the same time, somebody has to draw the line. And that person should be you. As long as nobody else wants to be the one to draw the line, I'm happy to do it. I'll volunteer. So you're, so what position are you volunteering for? Well, any really, whatever position will take me at this point, I, I'm, I'm not fussy. I, you know, I'm, a, I'm an old school politician. I believe in fiscal fiscality and fiscal uh, fiscality. Yes, that's that's ve being very fiscal, incredibly fiscal. That's that's not fiscal responsibility, but fiscal fiscality. Yes. You just want to be fiscal. Yes, it, it's funny because it, it, it's very old school and, and a lot of the young folks today aren't familiar with the whole concept. They just think uh, money grows on trees. It doesn't. I've I've definitely looked. I spent a summer actually in Barbados, uh, rumored to have trees that that do grow some form of tender. It it wasn't the case actually. Uh, so you were not able to find any uh, trees in Barbados that had money on them. In fact, no. I I did get a sunburn. And I met some wonderful locals 
fascinating, fascinating people. Didn't have any offices for me to run for. I also didn't speak the local lingo. Uh, but um, really, lovely place. Recommend it. Have you, have you traveled abroad recently? I have not, but thank you for asking. So that is something that you have an opinion about, that you recommend going to Barbados. Oh, definitely. I mean, there's many lovely places to visit all over the world. It should definitely be on your list. It's It's got a lot of redeeming qualities and beautiful vistas. Is that how you pronounce the word? I'm not sure what word you're talking about. Well, I probably have to Google it, I think. All right. Well, getting back to your politics, what I know your father, you said, was in politics and his father. What what exactly did, did they just do what you're doing now and just assuming that they're in politics? Because to be honest, it does not sound like you're actually in politics. I take offense at that statement. I have I have a lot of friends in politics and I'm, I'm heavily involved in the field and I, I speak to them constantly and we, we discuss political matters. Can you name some office that you are involved with? Well, the, the Office of Fiscal Fiscality, I, I definitely believe we discussed this and um, I help them. I thought that was your philosophy, not not the office. So my philosophy and my office are intertwined. They're one and the same, really. It's where my passion lies. In your office? In, 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 yes, in the office. That's where, I, that's, where, that's where my passion lies, yes. In the office, yes. Thank you for clarifying that for me. Oh, I, I didn't mean to clarify that for you. I was asking you. Yes. I, I am one with the office. It is, the office and I am hard- where is this office? So that's a really good question. I've been I've been asking that myself recently. Um, I definitely have a bus pass, and I know it is in the metro area. Um, but I have had trouble finding the front door. Um, but I do plan on getting back out there uh, as soon as I can. And um, as soon as they return my calls and uh, things are definitely going to be moving forward, we're going to see a lot of improvements, especially in the fiscal area. Um, so what are your other policies that you have besides for fiscal fiscalities? Oh, boy. Well, what don't I have a policy on? That's really the question. Um, I believe that money should be made and, and people should be making it. I believe that we should be landing on the moon some point in the future. Well, we we... We have landed on the moon. There you go. I'm not the only one. Um, I think we should be uh, enjoying the weather. There's a lot of weather to be enjoyed. I think everyone should be enjoying the weather, not just some people who happen to have more access to weather than others. Um, I also believe that water should be free, maybe from the tap or from other people's tap. But the, the water in general should be available uh, no matter if it's rained recently or not. Again, going back to not everyone enjoying weather equally. So you would try to get water bills to be abolished? Well, actually, I think people should pay for water. It it, it works in that it uh, causes people to be more fiscal with their resources, not to waste water. If you didn't have to pay for water, people would just keep the taps on the whole time. But you just said you wanted water to be free. I do, I do, I do. It's hard. Fiscal fiscality is, is difficult to understand for someone who is not familiar with the concepts. There's a lot of conflicting information, and it takes an expert uh, who's worked in such an office for a long time to really grasp the intricacies and the delicacy that, that forms all of its basis and foundations. Fiscal fiscality is formed yes. from delicacies? 
Uh, it can be. It can be, especially in France, especially in France, especially in the right area of Paris. There's a fantastic bakery that really mastered fiscal fiscality and French macarons and, and croissants, frankly. But we're not in France right now. That's a, lo a lot of the problem stems from that, actually. I'm glad you brought that up. That's, that's really a core of the issue. It's a lack of French people in America as a whole. I mean, look at fashion. Walmart is 80% of America's fashion and, and the other 20% is Target. So we are where we are as a result of the lack of fiscal fiscality and French people. Well, let me try to get you down for a straight opinion. Taxes. Taxes. Higher or lower? Higher or lower. Correct. Well, which one? Do you think taxes should be raised or taxes should be lowered or keep everything the same way, which, you know? Right. No, I agree 100%. That, that is what we should do, and we should do it soon. We should implement. We should find the right people to take this down the road to execute. To deliver. Down? We should take this down? So that, that is actually a, um, a term of description. It, it doesn't really mean uh, vertically south of where we are now or whatever you mean. So you want it to Extreme. go north? I would like it to move in the right direction. And um, if we want to do this right, we're going to have to put together a committee to explore all the options and uh, present to the board what the top three moves could be and um, build a timeline, budget, follow through, and uh, assign accountability, responsibility. And That sounds like something that I can get on board with. Yes, you could. You could. You're definitely going to have to apply. There's a, there's a strict vetting process. I'm I'm not really on the committee, although I, I am. Wait, there's a vetting process there to is, yes. to vote for you? No, for all bids on who's going to execute on the plan to adjust uh, taxes one way or the other. Oh, well, I just meant that that's something that I could agree with perhaps and maybe I would even vote for you. Well, I, d I don't know if, if I want people voting for me. That seems like a lot of um, responsibility, uh, Carrie. Well, I thought you came on to this podcast to get your message out there. Well, I, I was I was just walking past the building, really, and I saw a sign, uh, free water. And I, uh, I, I thought I could get on board with that, and and I stepped inside, and then. Well, our our yeah, water maybe. cooler is still a little broken from last time, uh, but it's uh, it still has to be refilled and cleaned up. That's I apologize for the mess. It's still a little uh, wet on the ground and the floor over here. That's fine. That's fine. So okay, um, what about immigration? Oh, uh, oh, which I know you you come from a family of immigrants. Uh, what are your thoughts on illegal immigration? Oh wow! Well, that is a that is a tough, tough debate. There's a, a lot of pros and cons to it. There's a lot of details that that need to be ironed out. I myself am not a fan of doing things illegally, and uh, if I if I was to meet an illegal immigrant on the street, I would definitely ask them uh, how they've been recently. Uh, have they done anything illegal? What do they think? should be done with them. And then uh, if if all else is equal, we normally go for ice cream, maybe Baskin Robbins or Hagen does. It, it might be both, could do a bang bang. We could go to uh, dryers or stone cold. As long as the day ends with ice cream, you know it was a good day and, and that's all you need. Whatever happens, just end the day with ice cream. And that's, that's really the basis of all my politics. Is ice cream. It's that if we end the day with ice cream. It doesn't matter what we disagree with. It doesn't matter what happened to whoever. We can all get along and work it out. Normally I get my way as well. That helps. 
Because you're sponsoring the ice cream. No, no, I normally get them too, actually. Yeah. Oh, okay. So you're more, would you say you're more of a Democrat or more of a Republican? I, I don't like labels. I've always found them to be limiting and divisive. Really, I, I'm a man of the people. And by people, I mean mostly myself. And I like to represent my, my own opinions, which I have many and uh, a few. Um, you, you actually said that you, you don't have opinions. Well, that's true. That is true. I do find that. So do you have opinions or do you not have opinions? You know what? I, I haven't really thought about it. I would say that when I think one thing one day, the next day I could change my mind because uh, knowledge and the data is fluid. It's constantly changing. Like about COVID? Like more like the clouds in the sky, the way they constantly change. That that would be how I'd say my opinions are so. Your opinions are like clouds. Yes, like clouds. Constantly changing. Yes, in the sky. In the sky. In the sky. Your opinions are like clouds that are constantly changing in the sky. Correct. Okay. That's, that's probably the – I should write that down. I, I should probably write that down. That's probably the basis of my politics, not the thing about ice cream. Nick's the thing about ice cream. I could probably uh, use saving those calories, so clouds, less calories. Just water, really, isn't it? No more ice cream. No more ice cream. Now we're just clouds. Yes. We're going to end the day by looking up at this guy and saying, you see the way the clouds change? That should be how we all live together, fluidly flowing into each other and moving and getting along. And Yes, sometimes we, we rain tears after a long, cold day. And other times we disperse as the sun rises and warms up the day. And then we just move on, on to the next, getting along perfectly fine in harmony. I like the ice cream idea better. Okay, we're going with ice cream. Okay, well, I'm glad that your opinions are fluid like the clouds and that you're able to just come across back to my side. Yeah, that's what I do. Very flexible. I feel like more people would vote for you if they talk to you because you'll just agree with everything that they say. And I feel like if you speak to a lot of people, they would vote for you. Well, I do speak to the ladies at my yoga class. We do often discuss different... Oh, you go to yoga? Yes. How do you enjoy that? I don't. I, d I definitely don't. There's a lot of awkward positions, um, and they've asked me to groan a lot less, especially when I when I stretch my back. It's it's particularly challenging. Um, but how long have you been doing yoga for? Uh, about a week. I mean, I went Tuesday, and I was late, but they they let me join. Well, actually, they let me observe. Um, well, they they let me observe through the glass, but. Uh, yep, next Tuesday. Should be back on time. So you've only gone once so far? Yeah. But you haven't enjoyed it? Well, it's a work in progress, should we say. Why did you decide to start doing yoga? Why not? That's the question, really. Why not? It's it's a fantastic exercise-based uh, balancing, cleansing, mind-altering experience that uh, at least that's what the website says. Well, to your question, why not, I would say because you said you didn't enjoy it. Yeah, no, it looks very painful. It definitely looks like like torture, but um, it's it's what's what's people doing now. That's what what they're doing. So, I'm a man of the people. I've got to embrace what the people want. That nice cream of clouds, really. Okay, so you speak to to the ladies in the yoga class, and is that it? Is that? I mean, at the end of the day, you want to be able to help people. Well, honestly, I was just going in to use the bathroom. I wasn't uh, wasn't planning on doing the yoga, but then when I was in there, I saw I saw what was going on, and it was fascinating. And they just 
they seem to be willing to put themselves through that experience. And I thought there must be something to it. It's kind of like wasabi, really. It's painful, but it's a good pain in some way. Kind of like my politics, I suppose. Your politics are painful. Well, you've got some. You've got to have the medicine sometimes, and the medicine doesn't always taste like grapes and, and candy floss. Sometimes the medicine can be a needle, a jab in your arm, and no one likes the jab, especially that moment before when you think they're about to do it, but they haven't done it yet, and then you you look, and it's a mistake to look because then you see the needle and it's huge, and then you look away, but now you've seen the needle, so all you can see in your mind's eye is the needle. So it doesn't matter where you're looking. And now she says, oh, could you roll up your sleeve a little further? And you're like, oh, crumbs. Now it's really setting in. And then the heart starts beating and your body temperature goes up and you start to shake. And you're wishing you hadn't committed to getting the flu shot this season. You're describing but, my, exactly my last visit to the doctor. Oh, snap. Well, you know what I say? We should abolish all doctors. Now that I can get behind. Yes. We should abolish all doctors. Well, all needles. All needles. Yes. Well, for sure. The needles are the core of the issue, I think. Doctors are the ones who give you the needles, and they're always pushing them. For some reason, there's always another shot. There's always another jab. But um, it's natural instinct to be afraid of needles. And you are afraid of needles. I'm not afraid of needles. No, no. But you want to abolish them. Yes, for other people who are afraid of needles. So you want to abolish all needles, all shots, for the people that are afraid of them. Yes. Well, I, I used to be afraid, just to clarify. I actually went for hypnotherapy to, to overcome my fear of needles. And um, I think it's cheaper just to abolish needles than to send everyone for hypnotherapy. It will be four sessions with Andrew, and he's $150 a session. And it's a whole drive to Canarsie. I wouldn't recommend it to everybody, but he's a lovely fella. And it's very relaxing. Mm. And, and he helped you overcome your fear? Of needles, yes. Yes. Any other fears that you used to have or currently have? A uh, fear of hypnotherapists, actually. <laughs> so I, I went to another hypnotherapist called Kathy to help me get over my, my fear of hypnotherapists. So I could go to Andrew and get over my fear of needles. Um, however, I didn't uh, didn't have the, uh, the strength. I was too much of a coward and I, I didn't actually go see Kathy in the end. So when I went to Andrew, I just had to fake it as if I'd already gotten over my fear of hypnotherapists, which I hadn't. Uh, which made it that much longer. It took four sessions instead of the standard one. Um, but that, Because you were just so scared of him. Yeah, so, but that's a long personal story. Wow, you're a really good interviewer to get this out of me. Bravo. Well, thank you. We're, you know, I'm a professional. Yes, I can tell. Very much so. Very much so, yes. Well, Henry, I really appreciate you uh, taking the time oh. and and you know, trying to get your message out there. Yes. Vote for me if you want, um, if there's no one else and you like ice cream and clouds and you hate needles, doctors. Uh, if you don't want to be pushed in any particular direction and you don't like labels, I am definitely your man, uh, woman, or however you'd like to identify me. And I'll be there for you and we can make this work. We can make a change or, or no change. So really. vote for Henry Leff or don't, whatever, Right. And um, we don't even know for which office. Yeah. But if you happen to see uh, Henry Leff. It, it's Leffay. Leffay. Okay. You know what? I'm we so can, sorry. I can change my name to Leff if that's what it takes to get your vote. We can do that. That's well, fine. for now, we'll just go with what your name actually yes, is, what you, you call yourself. Yes, thank you. Vote for Henry Leffay. If you see his name on the ballot, if you see someone else's name there, though, then vote for that person. That would be great. That works. That's fine. Yeah. All right, so only vote for Henry LaFay if you see his name on the ballot and no one else's. Awesome. 
All right. Well, Henry, thank you so much for joining us. Do you have a bathroom by any chance? I really just stepped in to use the bathroom if there is one. I would. I really need to go. Uh, sure. Out this door, uh, straight down the hall and to the left. All right. Two doors. All right. Well, everybody, that brings our next episode to its conclusion. Well, no, actually, it brings this episode to its conclusion. Next episode will be concluded probably in a similar manner but probably not exactly like this. I'm going to have to come up with some catchphrases to begin each episode and to end each episode, most likely. So if you have any suggestions, you could definitely uh, feel free to contact me at meaninglesspeoplepodcast at gmail.com. That's meaninglesspeoplepodcast at gmail.com. For any feedback, any suggestions, or if you want to be interviewed, on this podcast, feel free to reach out. Thank you and bye-bye.